Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Four Vaginas Only podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about a condition that most people have never heard of. It's called hydratinitis superativa. So if you're getting frequent boils and abscesses on your vulva down there, this might be what's going on with you. So take a listen to this episode and find out what this is and how you can treat it. But first, let's cue the music. Hello and welcome to Four Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. Hi guys, I'm Dr. Charlsey Celestine, board certified obstetrician and gynecologist. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of my podcast, Four Vaginas Only. In this episode, we're going to talk about something that a lot of people have never heard of. It's called hydratinitis superativa, or HS for short. Now, I read a statistic that said it takes 10 years for someone to be actually diagnosed with this. Like they go chronically to the doctor, they have these abscesses or boils on their vulva all the time, and it takes up to 10 years for them to actually get an accurate diagnosis, which I find insane when I hear things like that. But this condition is plaguing a decent amount of women out there, and there are some, there's no cure, but there are some adequate treatments and some specialists that are needed for managing HS or hydratinitis superativa. So let's talk about it. Okay, so I will say you can get this kind of like chronic remitting issue in other areas like your armpits, your butt, um, but I'm a gynecologist so we're going to talk about it in your groin and on your vulva. So the vulva is the external part outside of the vagina, the two fleshy lips. That's where hydratinitis superativa can occur in females. So some symptoms include almost like acne, like blackheads or comedones. They can be tender or painful bumps or lumps and nodules in the skin. They can even rupture and drain pus and can cause tunnels between the skin and lots and lots of scarring of the vulva. How does this happen? Um, Like a lot of things in medicine, we don't 100% know. Uh, It tends to start in the hair follicles in the vulva is what is believed, and these hair follicles get clogged, you start to get nodules, but really and truly, like most medical things, there's genetic parts to it, behavioral parts to it, and environmental factors that all play a role in the condition. There's a study that says about 30 to 40% of people that have HS also have a close family member with the same condition. So how it's diagnosed, really in my practice, I diagnose it by just looking, doing an exam, and you can see the old scars, the new bumps. Sometimes you can see one of the most complications, which is a fistula or kind of tunneling under the skin. And I do cultures from time to time because sometimes there's a specific bacteria that we should treat that can help reduce the symptoms. But overall, it's the physical exam and the history of the patient, you know, reporting that they've had this multiple, multiple times over many years. Now, I always tell my patient, you need a combination of doctors to help you manage this. There is no cure, like I mentioned, but we can manage it and we can try to keep it as bay at bay as best as possible. And that's usually co-management with a gynecologist and a dermatologist. So make sure that you have both on board for you. Now, how is hydratinitis superativa treated? First and foremost, there's stages. There's stage one, stage two, stage three. Most people fall into stage one, which is kind of the occasional, like, 
boil or lump. Um, stage two is a little bit more aggressive and stage three is the most aggressive where you start to have lots of fistulas and tunneling and lots of scarring of the vulva. And it's not easy. This condition, I think, has a psychological toll as well. If your vulva is like chronically inflamed, hurting you, you know, it diminishes how you feel about your body. I'm not going to say that that's not important. It is. It diminishes your sexual activity, your comfortability. So this is a psychological toll for a lot of people as well. Um, treating it. So treating it is multifactorial. Like I said, you need to have a gynecologist and a um, dermatologist as well. Usually the treatment starts with some antibiotics. There are certain ones like tetracyclines or clindamycin, which have been known to be really frequently used to treat HS. Up from there, sometimes steroids are used and you could do oral steroids or actually inject the lesions directly with steroids to help decrease the inflammation. There's a hormonal component to hydratinitis. So hormonal therapies like certain birth controls or spironolactone can be beneficial as well. I know a lot of dermatologists do spironolactone for acne, so there's kind of a link there, which is interesting. Recently, I've been seeing some newer medications used, like biologics, such as people that have autoimmune diseases, similar medications used to treat HS, like Humira, and getting that injection. Remicade, Stellara, these medications have been used by certain physicians to help minimize hydratinitis superativa and um, and treat it. Some other treatment options that are fairly new that I've been seeing thrown out there are using metformin, which is actually a diabetic medication, because some think that there is some insulin effect that may play a role in hydratinitis, and surgery. So surgery is not that straightforward. Um, We can't go cutting away at the vulva, cutting away at the vulva. It's not that much tissue, and we don't want to deform the vulva. But sometimes they say de-roofing the top of the lesion can be beneficial, Um, or excising the whole lesion. It depends on the patient's how long you've actually been having the lesion in the same spot, for example, how big it is, how much of the vulva it takes up in terms of if you are a good candidate for surgery and if you should have surgery at all. So that is an option as well, but not for every single person. Now, how can you manage it yourself? So weight loss is a big important of management, a big important factor in management. A lot of it happens like, you know, under the armpit, in the groin, places that rub together, stay sweaty. When an area is wet, it breeds bacteria, which can only worsen the hydratinitis. So weight loss for some people that have hydratinitis and are overweight can play a big, big role in decreasing your symptoms, decreasing how much this flares. Also, a lot of people are recommending quitting smoking because there's been a link between smoking cigarettes and hydratinitis. So quitting smoking you can do. Also, when you have a lesion, taking some um, anti-inflammatories like Advil, NSAIDs, um, ibuprofen, and warm compresses, sitting in a warm bath, doing your sits baths, like I tell people 15 minutes, two times a day if you have an active lesion to help kind of open it and drain that pus. All of these things are ways you can manage it at home, either before you see the doctor or in conjunction with what treatments the doctor is doing. So you are not alone. I have a lot of people come to me and it's the first time that they've ever heard of this condition and they've been suffering for years and embarrassed about it, unfortunately. 
And there are ways that we can manage it. It might not be perfect. It might not be completely resolved, but hopefully decrease how frequent you have this inflammation and calm down the scarring and the inflammation of your vulva. So that's hydratinitis superativa, also known as HS for short. A more common than you think condition. It's not the most common, but I do see it, you know, every so often in my practice. And it's, it's good that I have some tools in order to manage it because it can be kind of, we call it like chronic remitting. It keeps coming back. Um, sometimes you have to try different things. Um, you have to work with a dermatologist. I have one or two in the area in New Jersey that I've sent patients to. And it's a team effort, including you at home with in terms of the weight loss, the warm compresses, the ibuprofen here and there. You know, it's a team effort in order to keep this annoying condition under control. Um, so to anybody that's out there that thinks that they might have this, see your doctor, learn more about it, take the information you learned from this podcast and talk about it and start to take control of your symptoms. So thank you so much for listening to the Four Vaginas Only podcast. I'm Dr. Celestine. You can catch me at Four Vaginas Only on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm coming out with a new website soon, so I can't wait to unveil that to all of you guys. And have a great day, great night, depending on what time you're listening to this. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.